Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. We had a really interesting question on the forum uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, by the time this goes out, but it was actually this week when I'm recording this, um, which was, when should I green up and when should I just let the trade run? Um, now, what I particularly loved about this thread and the comments that followed from members was that the members actually gave some really, really good answers to this. And also, I didn't even need to comment because the members just nailed it. And I love I love it when members, you know, we've built this community to be this way, but it also it's incumbent upon the members themselves to actually take what we say and use it and do it and learn it. And it's so great to see how often that's happening now. And, uh, you know, it kind of warms my heart, really, shows that what we're doing is well worthwhile. Um, but to get back to the point and to actually get back to the question being asked, this is a really, really good question to ask. I think it's it's one of those questions that sometimes people don't ask or they don't think to ask, but actually everyone really needs to know the answer to. Um, so as I didn't give a response in this thread, um, I'm actually going to give my own response here. I'm not going to base this on the comments that are already given, but they were really good. So if you want to go on the forum and search the thread, it is called when to green up and when to let the trade ride, question mark. Um, if it's not in the recent ones, you can just go, you know, search it and you'll find it. And basically, um, I'm going to give my opinion on this uh, because you know the members nailed it themselves. But I've got I've got my own thoughts and feelings on this, and uh, it's it's the kind of question that you need to know the answer to as a trader because what you don't want to do is leave money on the table. I think this is one of the biggest fears traders have is that they're leaving money on the table when they exit a trade early and they go on to see the trade won and they would have made more money if they'd stayed in. Um, So the first question I'd ask anyone who is asking this question is, how would you have felt if you stayed in the trade and it lost? So how would you have felt if you'd lost your whole stake? Okay. And I know I talk a lot about it when I kind of put questions to you directly but I think it's really important that we start to internalize these things and think about them as ourselves what would we do in that situation so how would you feel if you let a trade run and it went on to lose how you know and kind of reverse to that which is the the question raised here how would you feel if you traded out for a small profit and you saw that if you let it run you would have made a big profit Now, the answer to both of those questions is personal, but I don't think people feel great when that happens. And I think that's a problem. Because the first thing is, you shouldn't really be feeling anything. Um, I mean, naturally, you're going to feel something. But what I mean is, from a trading perspective, your feelings are fine to have feelings, but don't let them influence your trading. So in theory, how you feel doesn't actually matter, right? <laughs> Not many people are going to want to hear that in life, are they? How you feel doesn't actually matter. All that really matters here is the whole card facts and the science of trading. Was it the right decision or was it the wrong decision? Well, it's not a simple case of just looking at each trade individually and going, was this a good decision or was this a bad decision based on the final outcome? 
Because if you do that, you'll get a very skewed view of the trading world where everything's black and white, but also that every trade you make, you're going to have made a mistake. Because essentially, how often are you going to get into a trade and trade out at the exact correct moment? It's going to be rare, right? We're not Mystic Meg, unless you've got, you know... Oh, who was that guy? I've forgotten his name. You know, the guy who used to bend spoons, Yuri Geller. Unless you're Yuri Geller and you think you're psychic or something, you don't know the optimal moment to trade out of a trade just off the top of your head. And that's and that's important to know. So when you're asking a question like this, should I green up or should I have let the trade run? Actually, sometimes what you're asking is, should I have just known when to get out there? Should I have just known that it was going to win? And the answer is no. No, you shouldn't have known. There's, you know, there's no cosmic power that says you should have known that if you'd have stuck in a trade, it would have won and you would have made more money. But, and, and then conversely, that when you trade out, you're actually making the right decision and the trade would have gone south if you hadn't got out at that moment. Okay? There's no rhyme or reason why you should be able to do that. And the good news is that's not a problem, right? The good news is that's not an issue. Because if everything was predict that predictable to a T in individual trades, there would be no such thing as bet fair trading. Who in their right mind would trade if they knew that they had, people actually knew the outcome? Who's going to give you odds when they know that you actually know the outcome? It's like a fixed bet, essentially. You would never get any money. And betting and gambling would die if everyone could predict. And fortunately, that's not the case. And we are able to make money from Betfair trading. But it's an interesting thought to think of because rather than beat yourself up about getting out of a trade at a time when you thought it was right, what you should really be doing is analysing it in terms of the situational play. Why did you get out at that time? Now... The answer should be, well, that was the plan. The plan was if it hit this price or the plan was if this happens or the plan was that at that moment in time I was going to get out. If that's the plan, stick to the plan. Because I assume you haven't just made that plan randomly. That plan, hopefully, has come from lots of research Lots of strategies that you've created, or even just one strategy you've created that's been tested a lot, that said, I should enter at this time and exit on this time. And if I do that over the long run, I will make money. And actually, when you do things like that, when you start to think of trading like that, individual trades become a lot less important. It's the, you know, it's the sum, isn't it? It's the total that you need to work out. One trade is irrelevant. If I picked out a stat for you of one trade, it's pretty irrelevant, okay? Um, it kind of makes me laugh because one of the things that football pundits will say is stats are meaningless, which is total rubbish. I think we know that. I think anyone with half a brain understands that. But, but the problem is what they often will do to back up this claim is they'll look at one game's data. Well, anyone who's studied statistics or even just done maths at school will understand that looking at one individual event does not give you an overall picture 
of how all the, you know, let's say you're looking at one Premier League game, it doesn't give you the overall picture of how the whole season's going to play out. But when you get a season's worth of statistics, suddenly things matter, right? I was looking at some stats today on Rafinha, who's just left Leeds. Um, did he go to Barcelona? God, I didn't even follow that one that closely. I think he was keen on it, so I assume he did. Um, and the thing is, he was the number one in goals and assists combined in the last couple of years. He was number one in chance created. All these statistical categories he was number one of. That was good data. The reason was it was over a couple of seasons. It wasn't just one match and they went, oh, he's good. You know, imagine you get a player who plays one match for your club and scores a hat trick in his first game. If you only take the statistics of one match and you apply them moving forward, you would expect him on average to score a hat trick every single game. Now, you're probably sitting there thinking, well, that's such a ludicrous thing to say. Well, yeah, it is. But that's what you're doing if you take just one result and apply it as if that is the going standard for your strategy or that is the going standard for your statistics. You need a group of results, often a significant number of results, before you can start to make any types of conclusions. That's part of the reason, like I say, that pundits say stats don't work. Well, because what will happen is they'll just be looking at one match's stats. Well, yeah, a stats from one match are pretty irrelevant. You could have a stat from a match that a team has 20 shots on goal and they don't score and they lose 1-0 to a team who only had one shot on goal. And you might go, well, actually, shots on goal are a relevant stat. Total rubbish. But the thing is, if you just look at one game, that's the conclusion you would draw. However, if you looked over the course of the season, I can personally guarantee you the teams that have more shots in a match will win more matches on average than the teams who don't. Okay, that's true. Look at shots on target. I'm going to count shots off target because some of those can be totally irrelevant. Just people having to go from 50 yards. But shots on target, have a look at shots on target and you'll see that. In general, the teams with the more shots on target win football matches. It's not rocket science. It's actually pretty obvious. So that's what's really important, I think, about looking at statistics properly and then when you do you go okay I shouldn't really be worried about whether I greened up at the right time in this trade in particular what I should really be worried about is has my strategy got the right exit time did I research it properly did I work out the correct exit time because the fact when someone asks this question I know the answer is they're just trading out randomly they're just trading out randomly. They haven't chosen an exit point for a particular reason other than randomness. And that's why they're doubting themselves. Because if you've got a strategy that you've tested properly and thoroughly and it says you should enter at 15 minutes and exit at 60 minutes, then when you do that, you're going to have confidence in that, even if one loses. One loss is not going to shake or rock your world in that scenario because you've looked at the data and the data suggests that over the long term, this is going to make good profit. So actually, this one result is irrelevant. On its own, in its own little sphere, this one result is irrelevant. So the big thing, I mean, if you take away anything in this podcast, the big thing you should take away is 
you've, you should have a plan and you should stick to that plan. Now, what that plan is, is up to you. And, and some of that will be on your research. What, what time was the best exit time? But make sure you stick to that plan and make sure that plan's there for a good reason. And if you don't know the best entries and exits, record some of them, record the odds, watch the games, odds, record them at certain moments in the game, get 100, 200 results, and you'll have your answer. You'll have your answer, you'll have a good answer. Certainly a much better one than you would have pushed one match. And it will give you confidence. I can't speak, kind of, I can't say it enough, I guess is the way to put it. I can't say enough how important it is to have confidence in your strategy and how testing your strategies thoroughly will give you confidence, okay? Because if you've got confidence, you're not going to worry if you trade out too early because you know that that was the right time to trade out. If you've tested it properly, you go, yeah, okay, I would have made more money if I'd stayed in. However, I know in the long run that staying in would be a mistake, okay? Now, this kind of takes me to the other part, letting your trade run. Well, I'm actually quite a big advocate of letting a trade run. I'm actually, and I get stick for this sometimes, because people say, well, that's not trading, you just placed a bet. Well, maybe. I mean, I, I still think it's trading because you always have the options, right? You always have the options. But, you know, let's just say it's a set and forget bet. Who cares? Why, why, I never get this. Why does anyone care whether it's a trade or a bet? Surely all that matters is the long-term profit. I'll repeat that again because I've had so many people say this, but why would you care if it was a trade or a bet when all you should really be thinking about is the long-term profit? Does it make a profit long-term? Great. Let's stick with that strategy. That strategy is fine. That strategy says stay until the end. It's a set and forget strategy. Just leave it. You wouldn't change it. Why would you? That would be madness. But some people can't get their head around that. But let's say you're, you're, you've got that set and forget strategy set up. Well, you're going to get a lot of trades where you look at it and you would have won if you traded out. But because you let it run, you won't win. Okay? I've had under 2.5 goals bets set and forget where it's nil nil at 75 minutes and then there's been three more goals i could have made a big profit taking the green there but because of the type of strategy it was i knew there was no value in doing that long term and actually the real value came from letting it run so that's where the research comes in again and i probably sound a bit like a broken record on this but it's so important to forward test things it's so important to see what happens, to see if a strategy suits you, rather than just diving in head first and regretting it later. So when it comes to a case of, was this the right time to trade out? There's a quite definitive answer. And the answer is this. Well, what was your plan? And whatever your plan was, if you stuck to it, then yes, that was the time to get out and if your plan I mean this is assuming your plan is based on statistics based on the fact that you've researched and worked out the entry and exit times then yes 
you know, I've got a first half goal filter that I'm testing at the moment. It's doing really well. You get in the trade at 15 minutes and you let it run till the end of the first half. Often you're getting odds well above 1.5 at 15 minutes for a first half goal. Do you know how many goals are scored in the first 15 minutes? Especially on a filter this good. Do you know how many goals? A lot. A lot of matches have goals in the first 15 minutes. But I don't care. Because I don't want to be backing a first half goal at three, at 1 to 3. You know, 1.33. Or lower. I don't want to back at those odds. What I really, really want is to get good odds. You know, 1.66, something like that. Average, if I can average that, I'm laughing. That's what I want. And that way, I know that I'm going to make a really good profit. And I'm happy to miss on the ones I miss on because I don't want to be backing at those short odds. Not on something I'm just letting run. So... What does your plan say? That plan says 15.45, entry, exit, bang. I don't even give it a second thought. moment the clock hits 15 minutes, bang, I enter that trade. The moment the half ends, I don't need to do anything because I'm letting it run. So I either lose or I win. If there's a goal, I win. If there's not, I lose. Okay? That's, that's Betfair trading in a nutshell. What's your plan? Have you stuck to it? If so, yes, you've done well. If not, you haven't done well, you need to analyse and understand why you didn't do it properly. Alright guys, I think that's enough on this subject. Hopefully that's helped you with your trading. I'm never having to go at anyone, by the way. Maybe the tone of this might have come across that way, but it's certainly not. Um, what I'm trying to just convey is that there is a good answer to this, and that is the answer. Every, I hope everyone has a really good week. Thanks so much for your great feedback and all your comments on the last podcast I did. Um, and most importantly, make some money trading on Betfair.